Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Philly, on Sunday, pro-Palestinian protesters made a stop outside of the Israeli restaurant Goldie in the Rittenhouse neighborhood. All of this got the attention of political leaders like Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro and even the White House, who called it an act of anti-Semitism. I'm speaking with a local journalist about how this all unfolded. It's Thursday, December 7th. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Joining me is Ernest Owens, editor of Eater Philly, who wrote about the protest. Hey, Ernest, welcome back to CityCast Philly. Thank you so much for having me on again. This is a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, Ernest, let's break down some of the basics of what happened Sunday night. Can you describe the protest? Absolutely. So on Sunday night, you know, there was pro-Palestine protesters that were in Center City, which is um, a near Rittenhouse. And basically, they did a citywide demonstration that was focused on calling for an end of American military aid to Israel during the ongoing Israel-Hamas war. Um, one of the stops they made along the way was at Godi, which is this popular Israeli-style falafel shop, which is co-owned by uh, Michael Solomonov, who is a James Beard Award winner. Um, one of his other restaurants, which focuses on um, similar cuisine, is Zahav, which, you know, has won major awards and accolades. Mm-hmm. And this is a part of this larger restaurant group that he's a part of called um, Cook and Solo. They're, they're a larger restaurant group between him and another man named Stephen Cook. So there were protesters out there. They were chanting, Goaty, Goaty, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide hmm. um, at the front. There were people who caught it on social media and it went viral of them chanting outside of the restaurant. Various people online felt like it was an act of anti-Semitism because the narrative at the time was that they were targeting this restaurant because it was Jewish-owned. Um, Solomonov is Jewish, and he also um, is from Israel. So how many protesters actually showed up on Sunday? Well, from our knowledge, we'll say a couple of dozens. It was a, it was a strong crowd. I wouldn't say hundreds, but it seemed like, I mean, at the protest overall, there were hundreds of the overall citywide protests. But this particular location, there was a couple of dozens. And to also provide context, there were no arrests made related to the incident. Um, there was no extreme property damage, no broken windows, no broken doors. However, there was um, reports that there were stickers that were put on the door um, saying Free Palestine and similar language, and they were removed by the morning, and there were no reports of any other type of graffiti on the Godi location. Got it. Why did protesters specifically go to Goldie, though? So this is a really good question. Um, initially, when I heard this, I was startled. I was like, you know, there's this, there's a protest outside of Goldie. What's going on? And I did further digging. And what I found was that 
It was led by a group called the Philadelphia Free Palestine Coalition. Now, they're a diverse coalition of activists and community organizers. Some of them are actually Jewish themselves. And they've been focused on calling for a complete end to the siege on Gaza and an end to the U.S. complicity with Israel. This is the direct quote from um, their social media sites. Now, the reason why Godi was specifically um, singled out was that in October, Salmanov announced that he was raising money for some of his restaurants, which includes Zahav, Godi, Laser Wolf, and Kafar Restaurant, or Cafe, with the interest of trying to support those injured in the Israel-Hamas war. Many people felt like because of the fact that this organization that they that Cook and Solo donated to, which is called Friends of United Hatzlah, that because of the fact that they're partnering with the Israeli Defense Forces IDF, but they typically function as an emergency medical support that's complementary to MAG and David Adam, which is Israel's paramedic and Red Cross service. They also provide services in other countries and cities, including New York City and Florida and in Israel. And what's also important, too, is that it partners with the Red Crescent, which is the Palestinian Authority's ambulance service, and operates Israeli Arab chapters in predominantly Arab towns. They felt like that partnership in many ways was further creating more hardship for Palestinians who were in the area. And so this was a part of a larger boycott of the restaurants. In November, there was a smaller protest outside of Laser Wolf. But because of the fact that this was recorded, that this went, you know, pretty viral on social media, there has been this sense that, you know, Goldie was busy targeted for being Jewish owned. However, this was a part of a series of protests that has happened at the um, Cook and Solo restaurant group because of the fact that this particular restaurant group is supporting an organization that is collaborating with the IDF. Do we know how long people were outside of Goldie on Sunday? From what I have heard, reports say was not the focal point of the entire protest. There was a citywide protest that extended itself from Rittenhouse to University City and beyond. All right. We'll talk about more on the protest outside of Goldie after the break. This is CityCast Philly. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. What's been the response from Solomonoff or from the Cook and Solo group? So they have not responded to the press. I did reach out to comment to both the company and to uh, Michael Solomonoff and they declined to comment on any of these matters. And this is not a surprise because in previous reports of issues and protests and boycotts um, around the restaurant, they have not responded. Is the restaurant still open? 
Yes, Monday, the next day, there was a long line of people that continued to support Goldie. Um, there's other Goldie locations throughout the city in Fishtown and University City at the Franklin Table, which is like a campus, um, nearby campus dining hall at the University of Pennsylvania. The location that we're talking about on Sansom Street, that location saw long lines too following the protest. So it seems that the restaurant is continuing to get support based on what we're seeing in photos and in crowd shots. Ernest, if donations were being collected back in October, why were protesters bringing attention to these donation efforts now? Well, they had been bringing issues to it for a while. They created in October a boycott of quote-unquote Israeli food and Zionist businesses in Philly. And some of those restaurants include you know, Godi, Zahav, Laser Wolf, Dizengoff, Kafar Cafe. All five of those restaurants are owned by Cook and Solo, but there are also restaurants like Soraya and Mashavav and Judea Mediterranean Grill, Naf Naf Grill and Meza. Now, they're saying that restaurants and businesses claiming to sell, quote unquote, Israeli food, fruits, vegetables and products are part of an ongoing colonial campaign of stealing, appropriating, and profiting off of Palestinian food and culture. And then to be clear, um, there has been an ongoing debate for years about whether or not Israeli food is appropriating Palestinian food and culture. Um, On one hand, there's been a lot of concerns from people that the boycott um, has targeted not just restaurants that they identify as being Zionist. You know, there are restaurants like Soraya that is Lebanese, but it's on the list. But that lack of clarity from the coalition around the parameters of how they define a Zionist individual have left some people, you know, left to interpret that they're mainly boycotting openly Jewish restaurants and owners and chefs or even Israeli ones. Ernest, it's not unusual for politicians to weigh in on local issues So which politicians made comments? Absolutely. You know, Governor Josh Shapiro really kicked it off um, with his tweet that really created, I think, a ripple effect. And that has normally been the way of politics, especially in Pennsylvania. If the governor speaks on it, you can expect that there will be a, a ripple effect of others locally and even nationally that will join in in the conversation. And here's what Shapiro said. Tonight in Philly, we saw a blatant act of anti-Semitism, not a peaceful protest. A restaurant was targeted and mobbed because its owner is Jewish and Israeli. This hate and bigotry is reminiscent of a dark time in history. Yeah, and and Mondaire Jones, who is a former congressman from New York, who's now running again to get the seat back um, in 2024, he also added, Mike Solomonov, the owner of this restaurant, is a friend. He has spent his life trying to make the world a better place. Yet he's targeted because he's Jewish and Israeli by people claiming moral superiority. This is vile anti-Semitism. And other individuals as well, um, U.S. Congressman um, Brendan Boyle and Dwight Evans also responded. Boyle said, I can't believe I even have to say this, but targeting businesses simply because they're Jewish owned is despicable. Philadelphia stands against this sort of harassment and hate. Also, the White House weighed in on this, too. A statement from a spokesperson says it is anti-Semitic and completely unjustifiable to target restaurants that serve Israeli food over disagreements with Israeli policy. How did this get so big, Ernest? Absolutely. And again, that's because the information was not there. Like, 
it's not about whether you agree with the issue or not. Like as a reporter, you know, there are times I put my columnist hat on and I have opinions about things and I express them as an opinion piece. But as a reporter, I said, even if you don't agree with how these individuals carried out this demonstration is irrelevant. If I am going to report the interpretation of it as being anti-Semitic, I should also have the responsibility as a journalist to cover the perspective of the individuals that's being accused. That was Ernest Owens, editor of Eater Philly. Thank you so much for breaking this all down with me and for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thank you so much for having me on as well. We'll have a link to Ernest's full story in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Let us know what you think of this episode. Rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye. Bye.